0: All gas, no break.
1: We're gonna be a special team, baby. We're going for the Super Bowl.
0: Yes, sir. Let's go, man!
1: We are back. What's going on, everybody? It's been a minute. Welcome back to the Jets Way Podcast. Jake, Lorenzo, Sean, back after a little bit of a hiatus. Not that long of a hiatus. Uh, I think maybe a week, but um, quiet period of the Jets offseason. We have a lot of fun stuff planned. Um, the three of us have been really consumed with this NBA postseason. Exciting times for our New York basketball teams. So before we get into the latest with the Jets, what's going on, guys? It's been a while.
2: Been a little bit. I'm doing well. Hope you guys are doing well too. It's a, it's a good time for sports right now. You know, baseball's in full swing. Like you said, we got playoff basketball in the city. It's a lot of fun and uh, I'm excited to talk some Jets with you guys.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Um, Missed you guys. Um, Yeah. Exciting time for the Jets. OTAs uh, happening now. Um, And yeah, NBA playoffs. Can't really be mad at uh, the Nets or the Knicks right now. So I'm excited for that as well.
1: Before we get into our Jets football talk, let's talk a little bit of basketball for a couple minutes here. Knicks buzzing. Big win last night. Nets, we just expect this, but next series it's probably going to be uh, a dogfight. You guys feel confident about the Knicks' chances uh, coming out of the series?
0: I'll say this. I... I think whatever happens with the Knicks for this um, for this round, it'll be a, a successful season. You know, we came into the season. I think Vegas had us at like 22 wins, and we got 41. You know, we're hosting playoff games again. the The, the fan base is excited. Um, but I definitely think we could beat the Hawks in at least five or six games. Um, I think Julius Randle just has to step up a little bit more. Um, and yeah, just
2: just follow follow his lead. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean. Sears just had one one and Julius really hasn't played like himself yet. Uh I was at the game last night, so if my voice sounds a little hoarse, you know, I gave it all <laughs> I had last night. It was it was truly crazy. Like one of the craziest sports environments like you could possibly be in. So I'm excited for game uh, game three on Friday.
1: I got Knicks in seven. I think this is going seven games. Um think
2: seven up in Garden. I yeah, I oh, think my God. I do think
1: the Knicks got a little fortunate last night. That was Pretty horrific in the second half by the Buc- uh, Bucs, by the hawk shooting. Um, yeah. You know, it's like that whole team to me. It just seems like Trey Young, and then just the other guys are the other guys just shooting up bricks. So if Trey Young's not getting foul calls or you know showing off his range, they really don't have much of a shot. And like you said, Julius randle has got to be better. I mean, he wants a max contract. I mean, you know, the best player on the team looks like Derrick Rose right now.
2: Oh man, it he's been it. playing incredible.
1: So who, who do you guys have in the finals out of curiosity before we move on?
2: I think I'll take the be. Nets getting there, definitely. Nets yeah. getting there.
1: You guys have my guys?
2: Unless I they run we, into the Knicks. Nah, I mean <laughs> You so you
1: you so you think you think I shouldn't be worried about Milwaukee? I'm, I'm pretty worried about Milwaukee next series, I'm not gonna lie.
2: I don't know. When you got KD and Harden and Kyrie on top of that, that's that's like and Joe Harris. Almost, almost impossible to be pretty much.
1: <laughs> the West is wide open. Yeah, the West is. I, I hate watching the Lakers play.
2: It's gonna be Nets and Lakers. That's who are you, Jake. Who who are you most scared of, like a matchup out of the West?
1: Out of the West. Um I'm going to be honest with you. To me, the, the team, before I get into that, the teams that scare me the most are in the East um, rather than the West. I think the Bucs and Sixers are a little bit more terrifying to me because that's really played well this year against the Western Conference teams. Right? They beat the Clippers this year. They beat the Lakers this year. They beat the Jazz this year. smoked the Suns this year. Um, but I would say the team that matches up the worst with them would probably be the Lakers, I guess. Maybe the Clippers to me just seem very, I don't think the Clippers even matter at this point. It's just a question of whether they're getting swept or not. Um, So I guess Lakers, um, I guess a close second would probably be Utah because Gobert is, you know, pretty big down low. I could see him causing a lot of uh, havoc. But yeah, the teams in the East scare me more than the West. If we get to the finals, man, I think think we're going to finish the deal. It's just about getting there.
0: But I think that I think that that's winning five, regardless of who they play, to be honest. Against wow. Milwaukee
1: too, man. Wow. I don't know. They look good.
0: Well, I'm saying in the finals. I think in, oh, the, finals, in the finals. I think it's bro, you're not stopping. <laughs> I had <laughs> it's, Nets it's clippers. I, I had Nets
1: clippers at the start of this, but that's going to have to change. So um you see, I don't even know if the Lakers are gonna get past Phoenix right now. That's a tough series. Yeah. Chris Paul's Chris Paul's hurt though, so Chris Paul is hurt. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton looks like he's growing up a little bit.
0: Devin Booker doing his thing as well. But, yeah, I I think it's the Nets championship to lose at this point. And if they don't win it, then I'll be uh, very disappointed. It'd
1: be tough. So Uh, Nets-Lakers across the board? Yeah, I think that's my pick. I'm going Nets-Jazz. That would be kind of boring. Nets-Jazz?
2: NBA needs yeah, that the, kinda, the ratings. That <laughs> <would be boring. laughs> well, that's Lakers I, is a pretty good scenario for the league. The Clippers
1: really let me down. I, I cannot believe what's happening. Hey, Dallas, a lot of people are sleeping on them too. Maybe they can make a run. You never know. Luka? They'd scare me a little bit. I'm not going to lie because Luka is... you guys to sweep them. Luka's nice though. He's he's a problem. Luka's, Luka's definitely a problem. We'll talk more NBA. That was fun. <laughs> um, all right, so on to the New York Jets, the big news, uh, some news and notes regarding the Jets. They hired uh, former Miami Dolphins defensive coordinator Matt Burke as a quality control coach. Um, and also today, the big news out of Florin Park was Alex Lewis has reworked his contract, and he will stay on board um, as a member of the team, more more depth to of the offensive line. What are your thoughts on Lewis uh, remaining on the roster, who a lot of us had as getting cut when we were previewing the offseason and the overall competition at that right guard spot?
0: Yeah, I think think it was a good decision just to not only cut his base salary, but he's basically not going to be on the team next year. Um, Basically, that's why they restructured his contract. Um, I mean, he wasn't that great last year. I think um, just looking at some numbers here, like he was – ranked like fourth worst out of qualified guards um so he wasn't really performing last year but i definitely think he just adds some some competition to the right guard spot Um, obviously elijah vera tucker has left guard uh locked down hopefully he stays healthy um but i'm looking forward to seeing um some cameron clark he was drafted last year i believe in the fifth fifth round um out of charlotte so hopefully um he can get some some action and 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 get some games played this year
2: yeah, exactly. Having those vets on the O-line is always a good thing for competition's sake and for just de- depth's sake. So seems like he's going to be competing for the right guard spot, like like you said, and uh, we'll see what he brings.
1: An interesting tweet here that I'm looking at right now is from uh, Luget Doosable. He does a lot of work with SNY, with Bart Scott, um, you know, all, the whole crew over there. He said, Jets Nation, let's give Joe D. and Mike LaFleur a chance to elevate our O-line into his new scheme before we try to replace everyone. I believe last year was a lost year when it comes to the guys Joe D. brought in the O-line with Gase here. I believe we'll see a better product. Not the first we've uh, thought about that, but definitely something to think about. And that's a big reason why I think Alex Lewis will probably open up as the opening day starter at right guard. I think Joe Douglas is pretty high on him. If he really wasn't high on him, I think he would have told him, "Hey, you know, just get lost now." Um so durability is a big thing with Alex Lewis. We saw it his first year here. He didn't play the full season. Um he I know he came on later on that year. We traded like a 7th round pick for him. Um but still he didn't finish from the time he was brought in. Last year again, he got hurt and then I guess went like insane or something like that. I'm uh, not an exaggeration. It's, you know, obviously mental health is important. I'm not downplaying that, but he something happened where he just didn't finish the season with the team. So
2: wasn't it something with Gase or is that like a rumor? I don't know if I'm just, yeah, where I'm getting something,
1: there. something with like him yelling at Flacco and then oh. Gase. And then uh, I don't know. I mean, last year was just a tough year for all parties involved. So I have a weird feeling that, If there's a tie in this competition, it's going to Alex Lewis. But um, would it shock me if Greg Van Roten is inserted into the lineup at some point this season? No, because we've seen with Alex Lewis, um, you know, he's not the most durable guy. And I get it, the scheme is the scheme. But, you know, he was on that offensive line that just got Sam killed for the last two years. So he's one of the culprits. Definitely a spot that I think uh, might need to be addressed next offseason but you know what are we going to do change the starting five on the offensive line every single offseason
2: that's a great point yeah i mean i like your point about next year getting that big upgrade it it takes some time to build a line and joe is definitely doing that
1: yeah no absolutely um that's why it really would have been ideal to get a joe tooney in free agency um obviously hindsight is 2020 maybe they wouldn't have traded up for vera tucker The offensive line is being built. I mean, back-to-back years with first-round picks on the line, spent big money on Connor McGovern and George Fant last year. And we'll see. I mean, guarded to me is not the most – what do we call it? Premium position. All right, you're playing – if you have a good center and a good tackle, is the guard really X to do a whole lot? Yeah. yeah. Not really, right?
0: (laughs) As long as he's serviceable and – not getting absolutely beat on every play, I think.
2: I think he'll be all right. Exactly. Just as long as you're not like a liability. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that definitely sums it up nicely there. Uh, so just moving on today, the Jets had their first um, OTA practice. Uh, first time media got to see um, the players do something this offseason. A notable no-show uh, t- to little surprise is Marcus May who our friends over at U Stadium uh, reported this morning that the Jets are working swiftly to get a deal done with Marcus May before the deadline in July. Um, Says a lot about May, in my opinion. Hasn't played a game yet for the Jets uh, under Rob Sala as his head coach, and they're still working to bring him back long-term. So what are your thoughts there on May and uh, some early impressions of uh, today's first practice?
0: Well, I think... I think it's smart on his part not to risk injury when he's negotiating contracts and things like that. So I guess that's his a reasoning, given. Uh, you know, wh- why he's not, you no, know, there at the OTAs, it's not training camp or anything like that. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this deal gets done um, before July. Um, We'd love to see Marcus man this team um, for the next couple of years. Cause I know he's a big locker room presence um, and he's our star safety on defense. Uh, and we need you know, talent on the defensive side of the ball. So you know, hopefully we, we, we get things done. Um, in terms of the OTA practice, heard a lot of good things about uh, Zach Wilson and throws he was making. So, you know, hopefully he can continue that, and and uh, we'll see some some of that during the games.
2: Yeah, I definitely don't blame May for not showing. you got to worry about yourself, and it's it's still May. So definitely no worries there. Uh, Marcus is 28, I think. So I wonder how long this contract is going to be in. I think it's going to come out to be, like, a reasonable deal. Yeah, Who knows what that. Deal. Who knows what what the price tag will be? And for OTAs, you know, it's always good to see the beat reporters hyping our guys up. They said Zach looked good, so it's exciting times.
1: Yeah, May. It's interesting, like like you said, he is 28 years old, or he will be when the season starts, or some point during the season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if the deal is about a four-year deal, maybe you could get out of it after two or three years. It just is a good precedent to put in if you're Joe Douglas. Everybody in the building is re energized. All right. The Jets had one of the highest amounts of uh, players attending their OTAs, which is, um, you know, something that we probably wouldn't have seen under Adam Gase. Everybody's excited to come in and play for Robert Sala. So, you know, you don't want one guy going into the year with a sour taste in his mouth. You want everybody pulling the same rope and uh, all buying in. And uh, definitely the right thing to do. As far as today's practice goes, the one thing that stood out to me was it seemed like it was unanimous amongst the beat reporters that Zach Wilson did not look lost out there. I get it. A lot probably was not asked of him today. You know, there's no one, you know, there's no pass rush, but he was still getting the ball out quick, making swift decisions. And from what we've heard, the ball rarely touched the ground. So... What are we supposed to do here? if the ball if they were saying that he couldn't hit you, you know the ocean <laughs> he fell out of a boat, would we be losing our minds, or would we still be saying that, hey, it's oTAs you know who really cares he's he's learning and whatnot it It's a fine line to draw so and usually the media looks to generate a story here, and uh, the fact that we heard that is 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 definitely encouraging there. Um, another note from OTAs that I wanted to get to is believe it or not CJ Mosley is alive and he's ready to play. Um, he's 100% healthy. Salah said he does not look very rusty. What are your overall expectations this year for CJ Mosley and you know, are we going to see the CJ we paid all that money to?
0: I don't think we're going to see that CJ Mosley that we saw in the Buffalo Bills game. That that first year in 2019 I believe it was, but if he's Somewhat you know half of that or or three fourths of that um after taking a year off you know that's that's kind of tough for for football players in general, but you know if he can stay healthy throughout the year i can i definitely see him being an asset to this defense um and the quarterback quarterback of that defense uh for this
2: year yeah i mean that that c j from the buffalo game that's gonna be very hard to come close to like one game for any linebacker <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean he he's the type of player that plays with his instincts and, you know what I'm saying, his uh natural play on the ball. You know what I'm saying? He's not some, like, athletic freak. So I think he'll be pretty good. I like your three-fourths of the old him would be still pretty damn good. So that's kind of what I expect.
1: It seems like the Jets have a lot of insurance in case Mosley is not what he used to be or he gets hurt or he's just not a good fit in the Salah defense. Um I don't really pay a lot of attention to that because a good coach finds a way to use good players. And we're not saying CJ Mosley is not a good player. So that's on Sala to utilize him. So if we, you know, want to say that Adam Gase never adjusted to his players. We have to, you know, hold the same standards here. Um, but the whole off season, you could tell that, Hey, they have insurance plans. Uh, they brought in Jared Davis um, from the lions one year they paid him a decent amount of money. Seven and a half million dollars is nothing to sneeze at with most of it guaranteed um, for the one season they drafted uh, tons at Sherwood uh, Hamza. And, you know, you can see here that they CJ Mosley might not be, they're not banking on him. Like last year they banked on him and they had no backup plan. All right. Neville Hewitt and Patrick and Wasu that, that that's not really much of a plan there. So, um, my ex- I really don't have any expectations for Mosley this year to be completely honest with you whatever he gives us he gives us so he'll probably be off the team anyway next year
0: yeah and that's a one of one thing I wanted to say was that like the Jets are used to not playing with CJ Mosley in their lineup so anything he gives you um, if he stays healthy it, it's basically a plus at that point
1: I sure. like this I want to see how he because in pass coverage it's really funny in in Maybe this defense might be because in pass coverage he was a monster last year. All right. In that first game against Buffalo, the the pass breakup that he got injured on, he was glued right to that yeah. guy. I believe it was the tight end. I think it was Tyler Croft, ironically enough, who's currently on the Jets that uh you know, it was an intended pass. And while I think about that game, remember when Marcus May dropped that interception in the end zone that hit yeah. him right in the hands? <laughs> but um <laughs> anyway, uh so maybe hey, This might be a better scheme for C.J. Mosley. Who really knows there? Um, Another interesting note here, um, Michael Carter got a lot of work today. He was very busy, and his change of direction was impressive. Um, That's a little surprising to see a rookie – getting reps with the first team like that who was drafted in the fourth round this is not the second overall pick Zach wilson this is not a guy that was drafted in the second round elijah moore this is a fourth round pick and there's some veteran running backs on this team like tevin coleman was a lot of familiarity with this shanahan you know lafleur style offense i'm a little surprised they gave carter this i thought he'd be really like scout team um in the beginning but it seemed like they gave him a lot of work today
0: I mean, I think it's good that they're letting him you know, get some action in, just because it's, you know, first offseason in the NFL. You know, you want him to get as many reps as he can. Um, even you saw with the wide receivers, um, you know, it was basically the fourth and fifth wide receivers playing. You want to get Cole the new guys. It. Yeah, you want to get those new guys as much um, action in his pra- in practice as, as possible just so they can get um, a good, you know, fit for the scheme and everything like that. So I think that's um, – kind of why Michael Carter is getting um so much action but you know hopefully he can turn into a starting starting job at the beginning of the season
2: yeah it seems like their plan was just to get the young guys as much burn as they possibly can which is always a good thing you know to to get their feet wet in the NFL so I want to continue to see it
1: it's actually interesting that you say that because they asked Robert Sala hey you know do we have any plans on signing a veteran cornerback you see depth chart we have And he said, you know, there's really no point of doing that right now. We want to see what we have in the young guys first before we do anything like that. They're just taking reps away um, from the players we already have. So that's a really good answer there. Um, It's funny, before we wrap it up here, I had a really weird feeling, or I have a really weird feeling. This guy, Keelan Cole, might might be a player for us this year. Like, Would it really surprise anybody here to see Keelan Cole as one of our guys? step up. A lot of people liked him in Jacksonville. He's got underrated hands. They didn't really use him enough. Maybe we have something with him.
0: If he's, you know, and he was projected what our fourth or fifth wide receiver, you know, obviously with the fifth, you know, with the, with the fully healthy wide receiver room. So if he can make some noise, it seems like he has, you know, some good chemistry with Zach Wilson so far. So man, hopefully he becomes a nice little weapon for us.
1: Returner too.
2: That's true. Yeah. And, and if we have some hope and some expectations for a fifth-string wide receiver, that's just a good sign for the whole depth chart, you know?
1: I really am surprised that Jamison Crowder is still on this team because Cole is, like, that slot receiver. Um, maybe after training camp or, you know, a team gets nicked up with injuries, they trade Crowder, um, you know, to, to, an inju- to an injury-depleted team that needs receivers. That's a, a contending team. so. um that is definitely something worth monitoring. So I don't know when the next practice opens to the media is, but we picked a good day to have our return podcast, um, you know, after about a week or two hiatus. Um, so looking forward to next time, boys. It was fun talking to everybody. Any closing remarks here? When's the next Knicks game? It's tomorrow? Friday
2: at well, 7 o'clock. In the In Atlanta. A. In Atlanta, and there will be a lot of Knicks fans there. Be careful what you wish for, Trey.
1: I saw, I saw what Troy said after the game. He like said, first of all, that behavior by the Nick fans was ridiculous. I mean, he's spitting on players. I mean, come <laughs> that on. Was man. Bad.
2: That was bad. That was bad. That's, that's unexpected. I,
1: I yeah. do like, I forgot who said it on the Knicks though. The league is getting a little soft here. Like, all right, man. Like, you know, dude, y- you see what I'm saying here? Like, I get it. There's no place for spitting on guys or, you know, throwing things at them, but dude, people are going to say, you know, this is, this is the guard. This is the garden. Oh, all right. Like, you know, why do you, your feelings are getting hurt by what you know? These people, me. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think they? It wasn't like this when guys play in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah,
0: it was definitely worse. It was worse back. Probably,
1: then, yeah. So uh, I agree with whoever said that on the Knicks that it's getting a little soft out there. Like, come on, get over it. Um, yeah. Knicks big game. Big, big, game. big Nets, game. Nets. Nets also uh, the Celtics. I really can't see how the Celtics win a game here. Um, yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's, it's just. It's
2: it over. was over from the time Game One tipped. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, actually, I thought Game One. I was at Game One at the Barclays Center. Oh. Um.
2: They were hanging in there a little bit. They were hanging yeah. in there.
1: I mean, the Nets made one three-pointer in the uh, in the first half, and they still won by double digits. So, um, and covered the spread. <laughs> but that's the luck to your knicks we'll talk uh next time probably next week we'll see what we can do here um we may have to do it just for a little basketball talk who knows but uh, a lot of fun stuff planned uh for the offseason uh definitely working on it right now Best of luck to everybody's basketball teams even our hockey team the new york islanders are on to the next round so shout out to them maybe the jets will be on to the next round one of these years and uh yankees and mets uh Injuries depleted, depleting both teams. Corey Kluber throws a no hitter, falls off the face of the earth. Um, is Lindor still not getting any hits for the Mets, or what's what's the story with him? He got a hit
2: today, right? He <laughs> got, got a hit. hit today.
1: I saw he was like 0 for his last like, 20 uh, the other day. Something like <gasps> not that. Good, so man.
2: It's not good.
1: Syndergaard shut down. Not it's good. Bad.
2: <laughs> it's, it's bad. Injuries are bad. It's bad. bad things are happening. Bad things.
1: Go basketball. All right. See everybody <laughs> next week.